Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice, juice huh? Yeah. Juice is good. Very good. So good. The Cashing Out Podcast with Moneyline Mark and Anthony Rothman. I'm Scotty Vegas. And guys, you know, the legalized sports betting in Ohio has already been so much fun. We're three weeks into it. And I got to tell you, just about 10 minutes ago, I had a salesperson from our radio station come in to my office and he was analyzing. And, and again, this is a guy who never yeah. bet uh, before three weeks ago. And now we are analyzing the PGA golf tournament this week where there's three different courses in the rotation before you play the final course. And so we're, we're looking at what course is tougher to play than the other course. If there's advantages uh, in that way, we're looking at, uh, is it an advantage to play the stadium course on Saturday and Sunday? So people who weren't even betting three weeks ago, now we've got legal betting in Ohio. We're analyzing golf as much as we are. And the operative phrase is, they're doing it while they're at work. <laughs> so if you thought lack of production happens only once a year in March, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> That's such a good point. Nobody's working at all anymore. Uh, we know well, money. They're acting like they're working. Just pull a Costanza. Look really upset. Just <laughs> scratch your head a lot. Yeah. Think you're old man Leland really busting my hump over those reports. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. right. Now, Mark, I, I know that you had a nice little vacation this last week. Any, any big uh, betting wins? Yeah. Unfortunately, in Florida, you can't bet down there. It's not legal in that state. Oh. But a lot of people I've gotten on the NBA train because um, that's where I've had my most success. And it wasn't easy convincing, but I started to show them, you know, the benefits I've been receiving from, you know, some of these bets and, you know, just betting on your favorite superstars. And then, you know, if the game's televised, watching it, you know, having some skin in the game just always makes it more exciting. And, you know, I had people making bets for me. I, I think I was up you know, a couple of stacks from being down there, just from betting through one of my friends. So, oh, a little proxy yeah. service. I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So what we're going to do today, we've got obviously one of the best weekends in the NFL this weekend, the divisional playoff matchups. There's four of them. We're going to go through, we're each going to pick a side on the spread. And so mm -hmm. we're going to have one point for each of these games. And then we're going to go through and try and pick who we think for the entire weekend is going to have the most passing yards, the most rushing yards, and the most uh, receiving yards. So each one of those categories is going to be a point as well. So somebody's going to uh, potentially win this competition. Seven points is the max. Let's start out with the very first game, and uh, we'll go in the order of Anthony, Mark, and then me for this one. Uh, Chiefs, Jags. Anthony? Yeah, I've kind of been feeling the Chiefs on this one. I know it's a big number. The weather expected to be cold, not as windy, maybe a little snow. Um, it's not like I'm – like going crazy on this game. If I was going to do anything, I'd probably tease it down, not up. Although I know a lot of people be like, you know, if you do like a three point teaser or something, you can get the, the Jags, get them across a key number. But you know, the only thing that worries me is that Doug Peterson is undefeated as a playoff dog. Like that's a big deal, but I don't think that can even all the experience in the playing field. So um, chiefs, unfortunately 
are one and four against the number off a bye since 2020. But, and the other problem here is, I'll give you the big stat. The number one seed in the divisional round is not great. 821 and two is yep. ATS lane single digits. But at the end of the day, I don't think I can trust the Jags at Arrowhead. I don't think they truly would know in a playoff game what this is about with Trevor Lawrence. Um, they were lucky enough to get out of there against the Chargers. So I'm going to take KC and I'm going to lay the nine and hope to get maybe a late cover on that. All right. So laying the nine, Mark, what are you doing with this one? I completely agree. I, I just think it's a tough environment. The Jaguars are lucky to even be here. Um, honestly, after that awesome second half comeback, but uh, I, I'm taking chiefs guys. I am going opposite of you guys. Good. I am taking the points. I'm taking the nine points. You brought up a stat. That's absolutely perfect for this situation where the one seeds. And I think you said eight and 21 uh, against the spread. As yeah, a single and, digit and favorite. O, and Owen two outright last season with the Titans and Packers both losing. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I actually think there's somewhat of an advantage. I know that, you know, getting the buy and getting the extra week of rest is nice, but I think there's a little bit of an advantage of the fact that the Jags have been through uh, a playoff game already and, and been in the atmosphere and, and seen what a, a playoff situation is like. Uh, so I think taking the points is the way. Look, I think the Chiefs are, are going to win the game. I don't even think it's going to be that close, but nine points is a lot. Jags have been have covered five of their last six games. Chiefs only covered 33% of the time throughout the year. So I am taking the points, and I'm taking Jacksonville. One final note on that, and just so people know, they did play at Arrowhead this year, not that long ago, and the Chiefs beat them by 10. Okay. So they covered it by one point. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. By the way, that that line has moved a little bit because at one point this week it was eight. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I saw it at eight and a half. Now it's up to nine. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next game, and we'll go uh, in the order of Mark, me, then Anthony on this one. And we'll go Giants-Eagles, and the Eagles are a seven-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite. Mark, where are you going with this one? You know what? Everyone loves the Giants upset, the Giants upset here, at least in the media, that I've been watching and listening mm-hmm. to over the last week. I, I'm just not buying it, and I, and I get the stats. I also will say, with a caveat, that this week is one of the worst to bet on for me for games because it, it's just tough because anything could, could really happen, and it, it's just tough to predict. Um, but I'm going to take the Eagles at minus 7.5. Okay, so uh, I, all week I have been on thinking taking the points with the Giants. After watching them play uh, last week and how good they've been against the spread, seeing what Daniel Jones did last week, but something tells me that this is just too much of a talent gap between the Eagles and the Giants, and I know the Giants are kind of on fire against the spread. I think it's like 16-3 and three on the year. It's an unbelievable number, and I love the, the coaching for the Giants and, and everything. I just think the talent differential between the Eagles and the Giants is too big. I think the home field advantage is too big. I'm actually going to give the points as well with the Eagles, and that's a flip from where I was on this game earlier in the week when I was thinking Giants. Mark's Scott, I mean, Mark's right in the fact that everyone loves the Giants. How can you not? Divisional matchup, third time they're playing. They didn't roll out their starters last time. And you got that rivalry, and you're getting across the key number. You're getting seven and a half. The other thing about Hurts, is he really 100%? How sharp will he be? We don't know. Um, But the Eagles have won, I think, nine straight at home against the Giants. However, the Giants have covered like five of the six. So this is really difficult. Um, 
because I, I really do like the Eagles to come out. And I always ask myself this question, what's more likely the Giants winning the game or the Eagles blowing them out? And it feels like that maybe the thing that's more likely is the Giants upsetting them. And so if I feel that way, then – and the other part is the Giants are the best team against the spread in the NFL this year. Yeah. And and do I jump off that train now? They're 14-4 and four ATS this year. Best in the NFL. Uh, they're 11-2 and two as dogs. They're 8-1 and one ATS on the road. Yep. Like, it's just – I know these are trends. And Mark's right. They beat the Vikes last week. It's not like that was any big deal. But their confidence is in a place that I didn't think we could ever get to this year. So reluctantly, I'm going to take the points. Mm, because okay. it's just kind of, if it was six and a half, I'd be on the Eagles all day long. I just think divisional matchup, let's go ahead and take the points. Yeah. Well, I understand that because yeah. I will tell you earlier in the week, Anthony, I was on Giants and yeah. I was convinced that the seven and a half yeah. was the way to go. And then I then I just was looking more into the game. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, there's just so much more talent on this Eagles team across the board. Good defense, but great offensive line, good running back, really good wide receivers know, and a quarterback that uh, was Playing at an MVP level, he this was, year. and that's the that's the worry is that you got a quarterback that may not be as confident or not, may not be as healthy, and you have another team that's ultra confident, but you're right, less talented. Um, I agree with you. I, I this is this is probably one of the tougher ones on the board. For yes, me. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. Bengals and Bills. This line has moved up now oh, today. Yeah. It's five and a half. And uh, I'm going to go first with this yep. one, and I'm going to take the Bills. I am going wow. to give the points with five and a half because I am so fearful of the injuries with, with the Bengals. And to be honest with you, they should have lost to the Baltimore Ravens last Sunday night. They really should have. If if the Ravens get that sneak and, and Huntley scores on that, I think it's very tough for the Bengals to win that football game the way that game was trending. Um, and so I think the Bengals are a little bit lucky to be here. I think they're beat up on the offensive line. I think the Bills with the home field advantage, Josh Allen, yeah, I just have to take the Bills, and I'm willing to give the five and a half points uh, I, I just, if the, if the, if the bill or I'm sorry, if the Bengals were fully healthy on the offensive line, then I would, I would think differently, but mm-hmm. I just think with being so banged up that it's going to be tough. I'm taking the bills at home, giving the five and a half Anthony, your pick. Yeah, this number. So last week I benefited getting the Bengals, betting the Bengals early because I got them at minus six and a half and they won by seven. And you guys know what happened. I think that thing closed at seven. So, and here I screwed myself this week. I actually bet it early and I took the four and a half. <clears throat> now it's up to five and a half. So I shorted myself a point. Um, I'll tell you, no Jonah Williams, no Alex Kappa. I agree. And they're very questionable. They're not practicing. I don't think they've ruled them out, but they're most likely out. The Bengals have covered eight straight as dogs. Yep. Allen's been turning it over. They barely get past, past Miami. I know they're the sentimental favorite now for themselves. They're their own Cinderella. Um, their Bills are the only team to be favored in every game this year. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm. Every game. And guess what they are? 3-7-1 and one in their last 11 against the number. Yeah. And five and a half now is getting into a weird spot. Burrow solved uh, a lot of his bad O-line last year. I don't know if they win the game, but I cannot turn away from the five and a half. Okay. It's too much. Okay. Uh, Mark. 
All right, for the Bengals-Bills game, man, this is a tough one. Most The game I'm most looking forward to, not just because I'm in Ohio, but I just think this is going to be an awesome game. Two of the premier quarterbacks in the league. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals um, in this one. And I'm just, I'm, I think it's going to be extremely close. And I, and I really love, you know, obviously Joe Burrow. I, I'm not going to bet against him. So I'll take the Bengals. All right. So you and Anthony going Bengals. Let's go now to the Cowboys 49ers. Back to you, Anthony, with the first pick. Yeah, I mean this is this is a uh, a tough one because Dallas looks so good. I don't know if that's something I should really bank on against the 49ers. Different defense for sure. Uh, the boys um, are as confident as they can be, but now they got shaky. The Maher, they got a, a bad kicker going here. <laughs> um, Zeke says he better get his blank together, which you know they're kind of half and half out on him. I don't know what's going on. I think they're more than half out. Yeah, <laughs> San Francisco. I mean, they're on eleven game winning streak. They're nine and two against the number. Eight and one ATS is home favorite. Six straight covers. Um, Dak coming off a big game. Can he keep it at that level? Um, you say the spread is four. Yep, and you know, part of me feels like that's fairly key that maybe Dallas can hang in there. But I mean, San Francisco—they've been a machine. I love this matchup because it's old school. San Francisco, Dallas, in San Francisco. Yes. Only thing better would be to uh, time machine this thing back to Candlestick Park. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and take San Fran and lay the four. Okay, yep. Mark. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I know you love that pick, uh, Scotty, but I'm taking the, the Cowboys. Yeah, so, I think this is the biggest potential upset of all the games is Cowboys overall, but I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Why do you think that? Oh, we may have lost uh, Mark hmm. again there. Okay, so I am going to go. So for the last six weeks, I have been calling the San Francisco 49ers as my Super Bowl pick. I'm sticking with team. that, but I am nervous. I'm or nervous because mm-hmm. Dallas played so well on Monday night. Um, I could see this one being a very, very close, tough game, maybe a field goal at the end. I am going to probably stick with my 49ers as covering the spread, but man, I think this is going to be a really close game. I'm worried about it. I'm not confident when I say 49ers giving the four points, that's for sure, but I will go ahead and uh, uh, give the four with San Francisco because that's the team that I'm picking to win the Super Bowl. All right, we're going to move now to the highest passing yards for the entire weekend. So this includes all four games, eight different quarterbacks. You can take anybody you want. You get one quarterback who has the most passing yards for the entire weekend. Mark, we'll start with you. Joey B. Oh, all right. Anthony. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I am also going to go Patrick Mahomes. And the reason why I'm looking at the over under totals here, by the way, uh, some of the prop bets that you can get out there. Mahomes over under total is 310 and a half. The second highest total is Joe Burrow at 277 and a half. So that's, you know, a solid 33 yard difference in the over under total. Uh, So I'm going to take chalk with you, Anthony, and take Mm -hmm. Mahomes. All right. Most rushing yards. This is where it gets pretty interesting because this is wide open as far as the prop board goes. Most rushing yards for the entire weekend. I'll go first. And I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. And the reason why is because the Chiefs run defense is not very good. 
And I think that for the Jags to feel like they have any shot at winning this football game, they are going to have to run the ball, run clock, keep the hand, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. So I'm going Travis Etienne as my most rushing yards for the weekend. Anthony? Uh, this was a toss-up to me. I did not think of Etienne for this. Uh, I was toss-up between CMC and Miles Sanders for me. And I know CMC's hit and miss. If the Eagles get up, they're going to want to save Hurts and start handing off probably to Sanders a lot. So I could see him maybe getting this in the second half if the Eagles are doing what they want to be doing. But uh, I'm going to ride the hot hand of CMC because I have I I have him in a prop as well going over 66 and a half or something like that. That is the week. number, 66 so, and a half. So uh, give me uh, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, and Mark? I'm taking McCaffrey too. I could see him having a huge long run just to start mm-hmm. the game, like going going to the house, like 80-plus yards on one run to really kick that game off. So I, I like McCaffrey. Yeah, he started pretty strong last week in the in their wild card game as well. Uh, okay, I will tell you guys the over-under number on the rushing yards. The number one highest rushing over-under for the weekend is Travis Etienne at 70-and-a-half. Uh, second is Saquon Barkley at 68 and a half. Third, Miles Sanders at 67 and a half. Yeah. Then McCaffrey at 66 and a half. He did his research, folks. He I did. did his research. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's very close. That's between the, the top guy and the fourth guy. It's four yards. Yeah. And it's so like, it's like Bark much. said, it may come down to a guy hitting a home run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So highest receiving yards over the entire weekend. I like this one. This one is, mm-hmm. is pretty wide open as well. We will start with Anthony. All right, so I had uh, three guys on the list. I'm sure it's your three guys as well. And it is Jamar Chase. It is Stefan Diggs. It is A.J. Brown. And I am going to go with – it's weird because I'm not really sure how his quarterback's doing. By the way, Diggs had that home run last week. If Allen puts it on his hands, he's walking into the end zone. And I had an anytime touchdown for Diggs that screwed me last week. Oh. Because if he puts it on his hands, he's walking in. And then the other one, he caught it on the sideline. He was out of bounds, but it was a great catch. But there were two guys last week that did not get any time touchdowns, Jefferson and Diggs, and a lot of people bet him. So I'm sure the the book's cleaned up there. Chase did get the any time touchdown last week. But um, let's go with A.J. Brown. I just think he's too big of a a, a, uh, target for Hurts, and I'm going to bet against the Giants' defense. It's at the link. And I may be wrong in yards here. Maybe A.J. Brown will lead in touchdowns. I don't know, but um, I'm going to go A.J. Okay, his number is 69 and a half on the over-under for receiving yards. Mark, okay. who are you going with as your wide receiver? Actually, yeah, I shouldn't say. Mine, so I don't want to copy off him oh, again. So oh. I'm going to take Kelsey uh, for the receiving yards, please. Ooh, wow. I was going to just say that it doesn't have to be a wide receiver for this prop. And uh, Moneyline Mark took advantage of that. With uh, Travis Kelsey, I will say his over/under total mark is eighty and a half. So you are getting wow. eleven more yards of value over AJ Brown based on the prop uh, number here that we have. I am going to go more chalk than you guys. Uh, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. Yeah. I think I'm going to take the eighty-nine and a half. I think Joe Burrow is going to have to throw a ton this weekend. But will he have the time? Will he have time? That's that's the question. <laughs> 
but I am going to take uh, Jamar Chase. His over-under total, by the way, on receiving yards is 83 and a half. He is the highest number. Second is uh, Diggs, 82 and a half. Third is Kelsey at 80 and a half. Fourth is Lamb at 78 and a half. Then you have A.J. Brown at 69 and a half. All right, we've made our seven selections for the weekend. Can't wait to see how this plays out. One of us is going to win. and uh, A new car. A new <laughs> car. How about this? The the winner oh, no. gets a lunch and drinks from the other two. How does that, that sound? That sounds good. All right, yep. let's do it. That's it for this Cashing Out podcast. We will be back next week.